Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today is day 20 woohoo, of the 30 days of 30 minute workouts. And today's row is going to be a bottom tier fitness building row, but we're going to make it a little bit more different and exciting by utilizing the magic of 4, 3, 2, 1. What's the magic? Well, that adds up to 10. So if you do it three times, that's 30 minutes. So how we're going to do it is we're going to do four minutes at 18 strokes a minute, then three minutes at 20 strokes a minute, two minutes at 22, and then one minute at 24 strokes a minute. Then we're going to go all the way back to that 18 again, and then all the way back to that 18 again. Okay. Now your starting pace for this is going to be around about 2K plus 20 to 22 seconds for that 18 strokes a minute. And what end of that you pick is basically going to be down to how energetic you're feeling, okay? How well recovered you are after the, the row you've done before this and what you have planned for the row you have next. Because it's the freestyle row, okay, in this series of the 30 days of 30 minutes. So you can row it how you want on day 21. So if you're planning on doing like a time trial, you might want to sit on the slower end of the pace guide today. If you think, ah, you know what, I'm going to take it easy tomorrow, you might want to sit on the faster pace guide, okay? Because what you're going to do is as you go up to the 20 strokes a minute, you're going to go two seconds faster than you're doing the 18. And then as you go up to the 22 strokes a minute, you're going to go three seconds faster. And then when you get up to the 24, you're going to go three seconds faster again. So really, if you start the, the 18 strokes a minute at 2K plus 20, you will end the 24 strokes a minute at 2K plus 12. But, a minute, it's, but remember, it's only a minute, so it's not going to be that tough. And so this is what's going to keep you still in that kind of bottom intensity. Yeah, it's going to get a little bit spicy. You'll be slightly higher than the very, very bottom. But because it's only a minute, it's still going to be a good old fitness building role, okay? And plus, it's just going to make it more interesting. I could just throw a, a 20 strokes a minute for half an hour at you, but you know what? I'm trying to make these half hours fly by. And trust me, today's one is just going to go boom, and it'll be done. You'll be like, what? That was half an hour. Where'd that go? What? So, okay. Right, let's get into our four-minute warm-up like we always do. Now, let's start off by setting up the drag factor on a, on a concept two, which is done by the lever on the side. You adjust that, and then you press menu display options, uh, sorry, menu more options display drag factor, and you set the lever to give you the number of the drag factor you want. If you've no idea what I'm on about, please check out the video I have about drag factor on this channel, which kind of tells you what it is and where you might want to set it. I set mine to run about 120, 125, if that helps. But if your machine is just a basic resistance one, then set it so you get a, a good weight from the machine on the stroke, but you don't have to heave against it on each of the strokes, okay? Remember, the power comes from the legs, not from an early pull. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye heights. You're not having to look up in the sky and you're not having to look down on the ground, because that both of which destroy your posture. And finally, set the foot stretcher height so that you can get comfortably towards the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position. If they are set so your feet are too high, you can get a little bit of difficulty getting there. If they're set too low, you might go flying past um, and your toes will get sore and cats will fall in love with dogs and the world will just be a worse place for it, okay? A good guide is basically put the straps across the, the balls of your feet and then adjust from there, okay? Um, if it, then you can kind of go, or how do I feel comfortable, okay? Anyway, so let's get into this four-minute warm-up. We're going to do this at 18 strokes a minute. And to start with, you're just going to put enough of a push from your feet that you can think about the power coming from your feet, going through your body, into your hands, into the handle, and into the machine. I'll explain as we start. Okay, here we go then. In three, 
two, one, and we're off. So the power for the stroke is generated at first from your legs, but you have to get that power from your legs into your hands to then get into the handle and into the machine. And the first principle of that is to make sure that, that when you push your feet into the foot plates, at the same time, your hands connect the handle to the machine, okay? So you push and connect at exactly the same time. If you push too soon, your backside scoots away from you, leaves your hands behind, and you've wasted a whole bunch of leg drive. And if you pull too soon, you can't snap in that leg drive and you completely waste your arm pull, okay? So concentrate on getting that timing right. And then as you do so, start to increase your pace up to around about 2K plus 20. I'll talk more about proper technique in the main session, but for the time being, just think about that timing. And if you don't know what I'm on about with this 2K pace thing, then row a two kilometer time trial, divide the resulting time by four, which gives you your average time to row 500 meters in your 2K time trial. And that's your 2K pace. So when you set your monitor to show you your current 500 meter speed, then that's your 2K pace. And when I say 2K plus 20, you go at your 2K pace plus 20 seconds. <laughs> Put one foot on the ground, carry on rowing. Now, if I went way too quick through that, I thought I had loads of time, but I ran out of time. Then there's a description about it in the description to this video. And it's also on the website at rowalong.com which I never really talk about, actually. But then the website's just really there to back up the YouTube channel, so... Swap feet. <laughs> Swap feet, sorry. Just had a massive coughing fit. Let's hope I remember to edit that bit out, or at least mute the sound, because otherwise, you'll just have been deafened, which I can only apologize for. Let's hope I remember. I need a PA. <laughs> I can write all this stuff down. Okay, one more stroke here. Put both feet in. Straight arms. Row with your back and arms. I feel I'm not quite on brand today in terms of telling you why we're doing all this stuff, but at the same time, day 20. You may have already been through 19 of these videos and you're like, oh, finally he's changing what, <laughs> what he's saying in the warm-up. So, they're good drills, just to get your body warmed up. Okay, let's roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and a forward lean, and just press out with your legs. Don't have to be too hard with your legs, just press out, work on that timing between your feet and your hands, but also that body position of the forward lean, and holding those straight arms as you drive. I can't impress the importance enough of straight arms as you drive with the legs. Last stroke. 
I've had the form check Fridays that went up yesterday. Um, I had a bit about the importance of straight arms at the drive, and then I even uploaded that as a separate video as well because I'm so. That's my. Even then, I get a big bugbear. My current bugbear has the importance of keeping those arms straight as you drive with the legs. But we'll talk about that in today's main session. So have a quick drink just to make sure you're okay, and especially after my coughing fit. One second. Obviously, you don't need a drink after I had a coughing fit. Um, and I will load a session into my monitor using ErgZone. It's RA303020, in case you're looking for it yourself. But what I've done is in order to keep this as a 30-minute row that you are able to rank onto the Concept2 logbook, I've just put it in as three 10-minute intervals. So if you want to have this as the individual 4321, 4321, 4321, pause this video and set it up yourself, okay? Either by punching it into the monitor yourself or by going into ErgZone and programming yourself. The downside is, is that as it goes between each of these intervals, because they are varied, variable intervals, rather than a standard one, you will get a tiny pause as you tick over from the four to the three and the three to the two and the two to the one. Okay, just the way the Concept2 monitor works. So you might end up, judging by your monitor, by the end of it, you could be like five, six seconds out of sync with me on the video which is why I've just set this to three 10 minute things. And then if I cared about the metrics, I will then go onto the logbook and I will look at the graph and I'll take a look and go, oh, look at that, that's interesting. I can see that I was going, that I went a little bit too fast, a little bit too slow. My stroke rate was too high, too too low. I don't need to see it as the erg zone, bump, bump, bump averages. I can just look at the graph afterwards. Or if I want it in a little bit more detail, I can go to ergmonkey.com and sign up for one of their things. Anyway, crikey, this suddenly turned into an a mid-break advert. Hi, why don't you come along and buy stuff from this shop? Buy my merch. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into this. Oh, I've gone a bit loopy, I'll explain why. Um, so, here we go then. So we're starting at 18 strokes a minute and 2K plus 20 to 22 pace. Hopefully you've decided on the intensity you're gonna be doing this to start. Don't worry if you have to adjust. If you go too fast for the first one, you can always slow down for the second set of 4, 3, 2, 1 and then go fast again for the last one. As long as you're not breaking out of that bottom tier, we're cool. Here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. So four minutes at 18 strokes a minute. Oh, crikey, yes, I am rowing. Hang on. Um, and this should just be a real bread and butter slow row. This shouldn't be taxing at all. In fact, the only thing that some folks might find difficult is just, I know that some people just find it uncomfortable rowing 18 strokes a minute, but that's the point of doing this. But then we're only spending four minutes here. So even if you don't like it, we'll be out of it in just over three minutes time. And then we don't return back to it for another six minutes after that. Now, place your bets for how long it takes for me to miss one of the change up intervals. It's been a while since I got it wrong, so. Run about time that that should happen. Anyway, right, so remember these low rates 
the 18s and the 20s especially are about locking into a good fluid rhythm and stroke technique so just because the stroke rate is low it doesn't mean that you should be jerky and stopping and starting in order to try and slow down your stroke everything should still flow from phase to phase and the key thing that you might want to think about is that you still go for a powerful drive okay so you push your feet into the machine you hang off the handle with straight arms so that drive is still powerful but it's the recovery where everything slows down and lets you recover so you power and then recover power recover and that recovery everything is still moving hands away body rock knees if you let everything flow from phase to phase that recovery is still nice and fluid even though it might take two seconds but there's no point when I'm stopped or jerking through the different phases of the stroke right six strokes to go and then we're gonna kick it up to 20 strokes a minute and two seconds faster here we go then 20 strokes a minute just give more of a push from your feet and that should give you a faster drive phase of your stroke and as being you want to row at a two to one ratio of drive speed to recovery where your drive speed is twice as quick as your recovery once your drive speed increases your recovery should increase too so at 20 strokes a minute quite magically or mathematically nothing magic about maths that's one second drive two seconds recover so if you look at the timer try and think about splitting the drive that way one second drive two recover 
and it would have been like 1.1 seconds drive and 2.2 recover for the 18 strokes a minute okay so we've got just over a minute left of this one as long as I've done my maths right <laughs> yes 23 is the next change up so 20 strokes to go and as far as that recovery just do think about arms away it's the first thing you do nice and straight because as they come forwards they will trigger your forward lean and as long as you get your hands past your knees before they bend you'll iron out like 80% of posture related issues for the stroke okay you ready so in five strokes time we're gonna go up to 22 strokes a minute and three seconds faster last stroke here we go and we're up more of a push from your feet and this should just naturally increase your pace and stroke rate by just pushing that little bit harder with your feet and it's a great way to do this workout because although the 18 strokes a minute will feel like 5 out of 10 and that or the final 24 strokes a minute might feel closer to 7 out of 10 because it's only a minute long as a kind of umbrella effort level across this whole workout it's only ever going to feel an average of 6 out of 10 if you're looking at it on a perceived effort scale but we'll see be interesting to see what my heart rate is like so ideally I don't want it to go over 145 because that's when I break kind of out this bottom tier heart rate zone okay a few more strokes two more one more up to 24 strokes a minute for one minute and three seconds faster so I'm aiming for 157 splits here and if I'm a little under if I got 158 I just think about 
a stronger push from my legs and that puts more power into the machine and we're almost done on this set anyway four three two one back to 18 strokes a minute and 2k plus 20 to 22 pace now I finished those 24s at 143 heart rate so it'll be interesting again just to see where I finish at the end of this 10 minute chunk a little bit um, tires are not wrong it's the wrong word my muscles are a bit worn out today because spent an hour this morning at the Edinburgh indoor climbing centre with Julie and the kids on their clip and climb it's like a kid friendly climbing wall but there's still a good 25 metres or so and rather tough to get up so my shoulders and my forearms have taken a right kicking so far today as being I'm not a climber I don't quite have the right well it's technique the right words I don't climb like a proper climber would I'm all about brute forcing my way up with my arms instead of like really pushing from the legs and the girl that was helping us out was doing her best to tell me what to do but it's times like today that I do realise what it's like for people trying to work on their technique when rowing when I'm just going oh it's quite easy just lean into the front of the machine keep your arms straight push with the legs and as if by magic your rate and pace increases I don't mean to be flippant when I talk technique that way but I at least want to well I don't put on that silly voice but, but <laughs> I do at least want to come at a position of I know what I'm saying and the girl today was doing her best to say no 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 get that leg up reach up use your skeleton 
don't use your muscles. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, I say the same thing to people about rowing, you know. Hang off the handle. Use your skeleton to get that power into the machine. Don't brute force it with your muscles. The irony was not lost on me. Okay, two more strokes. One more. And let's step up to 20 strokes a minute. And 2K plus, well, 18 to 20. Two seconds faster than you are just rowing at. But the thing is that we do go to this climbing centre kind of once a month-ish right now because it is so much fun and I could quite bullishly refuse to do what they're suggesting but there's a certain there's two routes that I just can't get up because I don't have a climber's flexibility and it's not about strength even though my arms and shoulders eventually get quite worn out that's not the point the point is if I was to listen to what she was telling me to do I wouldn't need the strength because I'd be using my body in the right way and that's kind of my argument when it comes to why you row with a good technique why you have a good posture at the front with a forward pivot arms straight shins vertical knees slightly apart chin neutral looking straight ahead and then push those feet into the foot plates but keep those arms straight and that forward lean in order to use your skeleton to get that power in rather than brute forcing it by pulling your arms because if you pull your arms too soon you waste power and you tire your arms way too soon right in six strokes time five four we're going to go up to 22 strokes a minute in two one here we go two minutes at 22 strokes a minute and if you follow that idea of the same technique for each stroke rate which is the forward lean straight arms push with your legs holding 
that forward lean with straight arms then because you're not changing anything and fighting against the power that extra push from your legs is all it takes to increase rate and pace I'm not saying that you pull harder with the arms because as you push with the legs the force that comes up through your body increases the tension that you have against the handle and that hang and that's the thing the hang it's like you're hanging off a pull-up bar but when you push with your feet you're adding a five kilogram weight and that hang feels stronger more force going into the bar okay in three two one up to 24s for one minute and you should be round about 2k plus 12 to 14 depending on how you've set your pace goal for today it's always a little bit woolly when we're facing into a freestyle day because you either want to go on the back end to preserve energy for a time trial or a little bit faster if you're just thinking about doing a mid-tier workout one more stroke and we're back for the final set of 18s I really, I mean there's a few things that I'm hoping I see, hang on 146 heart rate I ended that one at so crept up a little bit up towards the ceiling of where I'd want to be if I was training with heart rate zones but now that I'm back to 18 strokes a minute it's starting to fall not like quickly but it is starting to fall yeah what I hope if you've been doing enough of these 30 minute workouts the big takeaways will be one just how quick 30 minutes is on the rowing machine 
or how quick you can make it by splitting the half hour into sections like again the fact that we've only got just over eight minutes to go in today's row it certainly doesn't feel like we're 22 minutes in so hopefully it will mean that if ever you're just thinking I want a good workout but I don't know what to do today one of these half hour workouts is a perfect thing to pick up and then there's the intensity thing that by being very careful about the intensity of the workout you're doing making sure to always have a bottom tier green chili recovery row or at least regenerative row like today always follows a tough workout and sits before another tough workout then by making sure to do that you can row consecutive days I mean I do still suggest taking at least one rest day a week but as long as you're careful about your energy levels you hydrate well get your nutrition right then you can row a good amount of time on the rowing machine for a whole bunch of consecutive days right three strokes to go and then we will go up to 20s you ready here we go one stroke every three seconds two seconds faster pace than you were just rowing at I remember I don't often explain why each of the icons on the thumbnails on the YouTube channel has a little chili next to it and that's just basically to put across how spicy how intense that workout's going to be so the green chili means it's a bottom tier fitness boosting regenerative row and the orange chili means that it's a mid tier mid intensity hard row that will give you fitness performance so during the more intense interval rows where you need to push to hold the pace 
Oh, hang on, have I missed? No, I've not missed this one. <laughs> Mat 20. It's at three minutes to go, isn't it? Let me change up. So right. Bit of a panic there. <laughs> yeah. So orange chili is mid-intensity. Exposure to hardship. But then the red chili. That's the top tier max intensity workout where you will be either sprinting or working at near max over a prescribed amount of time. So like a 30 second workout or interval at least is an absolute maximum effort whereas six minute intervals as a top tier is more likely to be at around about 2k plus 2 to 5 pace okay 3 2 1 here we go 22 strokes a minute more of a push from those legs faster drive phase and remember finish strong with your arms so that you create the rebound of your muscles and ligaments which starts your arms moving forwards so you can get them past your knees before your knees bend and that way by the time you do bend your knees your arms are already straight and your back is already in that forward hinge or tilt whatever you want to say pivot over your hips so that all you have to do is bend your knees in order to return to the front of the machine and you don't have to do anything more to your arms and back you can just hold them in that position as you drive and then hold that position until around about halfway through the leg drive and that's when you finally swing and pull in your arms one more up to 24s let's go Whew. so our last minute of today's workout remember this isn't supposed to be a sprint finish you're still just holding 24 and whatever your final pace should be 
going by the pace guide. If you want to go fast, save that for tomorrow's session. Alrighty then. Five, four, three, two, one. And 151 heart rate, so certainly crept up towards the end. But again, I'm going to play the I was talking the whole way through card. I hope that's okay. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> but yeah, I'd still try. I mean, these sessions that I do with you are pretty much the only rowing training sessions I do. So it's important that I still train these for myself at the right training intensity. So on a session like this, that's how fast I'd always row it, even if I wasn't talking to you. So there is an increase in heart rate because I'm talking. When it gets to, I mean, if you look at the uh, top tier that happened, what, four days ago? I can't remember what day that was, but the, the 15, 10, 5 row, where in the last five minutes, I just had to ease off pace by a couple of seconds in order to be able to talk to you. So on the really fast ones, I do sometimes ease off pace if it's about duration. But on something like this, I'll let my heart rate go up because I still want to row at the same pace and talk to you. Do you care about that? I wonder if you do. I wonder if you even look at the metrics on screen. Don't worry, I'm not playing a little tiny fiddle. It just is, makes me think. Okay, we're going to go into, oh, once I set it up, we're going to go into a two-minute cooldown, which again, I have saved as bookmarks. So they appear at the top of ErgZone. And I can quickly load them in to the monitor. Et voila. So if you have a PM5, I really do recommend getting ErgZone. And then do go to the Discover tab, search for Row Along, and you'll find me. Hello and all my sessions, and you can load them in, and it makes so much more sense, so much easier. Today has been one big global advert, hasn't it? Anyway, right, here we go then. Uh, 18 strokes a minute again for two minutes. Start off around about 2K plus 30, and then gradually slow down towards the end, okay? In three, two, one, go. Whoa, bad start. <laughs> oh, it's been a good few sessions since I let go of the handle, hasn't it? I'm going to put that down to all of the hand sanitizer and cream that I've got on my hands after going to that climbing wall. I mean, it's one thing to kind of ease off restrictions and things, but when you actually see the amount of dirt that comes off those climbing walls, you state your hands afterwards, you're like, crikey, if you're a germaphobe, don't go anywhere near a climbing wall. Especially when you think people come in with their outside shoes on and then they're climbing up the wall so you're hold on, holding on to bits where their feet have been. That's, that's why when you're standing in the queue they ask you to check your soles in case you've stood in, any, in, stood in anything that maybe a dog has left behind. <laughs> like a newspaper or a good book. So I hope that that session flew by for you as quickly as it did for me. A bit of a scatterbrained amount of chat today. 
little bit of technique, a little bit of I've been to a climbing wall today, a little bit of training intensity and chilly chat. The chilly thing sprang up from well, sometime early 2020 or maybe even late 2019 when I was describing the intensity of the workouts and just saying, oh, that was a really spicy one. And that's how I came up with the chili thing with the three different chili spice tiers. But just in case you cared. Right, that's me done with my cool down. You don't have to stop, of course. You can carry on cooling down or climb off the machine and do some stretching. Um, you can stretch your hamstrings. You can stretch your quads. Well, you can stretch anything, but this is what I'm suggesting. Um, your hip flexors shoulders, um, biceps, supine twists. And if you do, right, if you're the kind of person that pulls early or finishes, if you do these real bunny hand things, then it's really easy to the kind of bul the, the bulging muscle, but you're getting, I'm not saying it's bulging, but that muscle here in your forearm. Um, if you do bunny hands, it's quite easy to get that quite sore. And you end up going, oh, I've got a sore arm. Um, the, the, the woman, uh, or the girl at the climbing wall today, because when I was climbing, her, her I was getting sore. She gave me a great stretch. So if you ever kind of get cramp or whatever in your forearms, which again, sometimes can happen, especially if I'm doing a, like a 500 meter row, because there is an element of pulling on that. Um, I will get kind of sore arms. So training for that, I can. But this is what to do, okay? So if I, in fact, I'll come sideways, because I can't do it if I'm twisted. So pray. Hello, I'd like to pray for the God of rowing. And then bring your everything down flat, push your hands together. And as you kind of do that movement down flat, you should feel everything underneath start to stretch. So you're kind of forcing your hands, pushing them down into that position and then keep them in chest height and press. And you should really feel kind of all down there starts to stretch. So woof, just do that. It's a nice little stretch. People may wonder what's going on. It could well be this is why it's a yoga pose and things is because it grounds everything through and whatever. But yeah, so there's a little tip for how to stretch your forearms. I will make a video about stretching at one point. But right now I'm kind of between uh, making these 30 days or 30 minute rows and then the form check Fridays on a Friday. My dance card is full <laughs> for making, but and because I'm, I've got a day job as well, I'm editing um, uh, a farming program right now, which is taking up kind of like nine, 10 hours a day anyway. And I'm having to squeeze this stuff in as well. So the, norm, the other little extracurricular videos that I sometimes make, um, they've kind of taken uh, a little side shelf for the time being. Um, someone, in fact, uh, was it uh, Charlene, I think? I can't remember. Um, let's see if I can find actually the YouTube thing while I'm talking to you. But uh, I got a message, a comment from someone today saying, uh, listen, if you are as busy as things are, as you're saying they are, then why don't you try and get, a, um, I can't find that message. Sorry, apologies if it wasn't you. My, my brain's gone. I think it was Charlie McKinnon. Might not be. Uh, no, I can't find it. All right, sorry. Sorry, man scrolls through the phone. Um, just saying that I should get like an intern or whatever to do stuff. But sadly, I mean, I'd love to. But I don't make anywhere near enough money to actually bring someone in. Um, I could do with a with actually paying someone to design all of my uh, thumbnails and images and things a little bit better. If you've kind of been across the discussion when I was talking about should I change my thumbnail, so I could I might actually look into that as to actually getting a proper design thing done for uh, that side of things because it's always a little bit. I mean, as much as I make TV programs and I make this stuff and technically I can do all this kind of stuff quite well, if I had one flaw, <laughs> which I'm reluctantly admitting, no, if I had one flaw, it's it's words on screen. I've never, my entire job, I've never been good at, this is my confession. I've never been good at, as a, a designer on how to design putting words on screen. Um, I just, I kind of always go bold, center, outline, pff, it's gone. 
And then I see other people that have got great design ethics and stuff, but that's just not what I do. I work with other people's stuff and I put it together and I make it something. It's very rare that I can design something from scratch. I'm still, as it is, I'm quite proud of um, my little row along logo, the RA thing, because because I actually came up with that. And I'm like, oh, I quite like that. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, you don't care about this stuff. What are you do still doing here? Listen to me. Ah, good grief. You got it. Uh, so you're all stretched. So I'm done. I'm going to go in uh, uh, the, where, where the kids are working their way through the Bond movies, or the, the Daniel Craig Bond movies, and we're uh, watching Spectre today. So I'm going to go in uh, and uh, I'll shower, of course, because otherwise I'll be a bit smelly, and watch Spectre with the kids. And then uh, where, uh, the next one, I'm, hopefully, as long as it's still on the cinema, I'm going to go and take them to see uh, No Time to Die um, because I've never been to the cinema to watch a Bond film before. And I think it's one of these things. Uh, it, it's a rite of passage thing because it's such an event thing. Uh, to go and see a Bond film in the cinema. So, um, yeah, I'm going to do that. I think Julie's going to see Ghostbusters while I'm wearing there, which is... But, hey, anyway. So, anyway, uh, I mean, listen, we're, we're friends. We can share this kind of stuff, eh? We can just kind of get on with whatever. You're, you've got nothing better to do, though. <laughs> I'm going to go. So, uh, tomorrow's row uh, um, is the second last of the 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, our Grace one's uh, done by Fitness Matters. So, there's going to be one on the 21st of November, another one on the 28th of November. Um, and uh, then we'll see um, whether I continue to do these Sunday 9 o'clock in the morning UK time uh, erg race things because they are a little bit of a just trying to get all the tech done ready for that race that early in the morning um, yeah I'm like oh I've only just woken up not had enough coffee how am I doing this sorry so that's what's happening next uh, so yeah enjoy that if you're doing that or if you're just stepping in and out of these 30 days or whatever then I'll see you in another video possibly with a different uh, amount of facial hair different hairstyle maybe there'll be more of me maybe there'll be less of me it depends what set, what set you're watching whether it's whether you get kind of chunky John or whether you get skinny John but it just shows how rowing can uh, help when it comes to that stuff. Anyway, so thank you so much. I'm going to go, okay? Thank you so much for uh, spending time with me, especially this expe extended amount of time at the end of this one. Uh, thank you for spending this time with me. Uh, please look after yourselves. Um, stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.